Mom freaked out when she saw us, of course. I couldn't blame her, with Leah in her medieval gown, and me looking like I'd been mauled by a bear, especially when two meaty guards were hauling us into Dr. Monero's tent. It's all right, Mom, I said, hands out, as she rushed toward us. Her face was white. Last Chiatelli, she shouted in irritation. Let them go, brushing the guard's hands off our arms and staring at the blood on me. Girls, what in the... She's all right, Mom, Leah began. It's not as bad as it looks. It's okay, I said, pushing her hands away as she touched my underdress, a gown made hundreds of years before, and tried to figure out what kind of wound had made me look like I'd been doused in ketchup. I'm fine, Mom, really but her fingers remained on the raw weave of the silk fabric. Her beautiful blue eyes widened, then her narrow brows lowered as she rubbed it between thumb and forefinger and bent to study the weave. She turned and touched Leah's gown. Where did you get these clothes? Mom, I whispered, can we talk about it alone? Monero, Dr. Monero, my parents' longtime adversary, a bigwig with the Societa Archeologico dell'Italia, was staring at us with a smug look on his face, as if he had us all exactly where he wanted us. They were found in tomb too, Dr. Bettorini, he said, crossing his arms. I pictured him stuffing a cigar into his mouth, leaning back in a chair, and putting his feet up on the desk, hands behind his head. You know what giving unauthorized persons access can do to one's sight approvals. Mom frowned now and shook her head a little. Impossible. They'd never. Her words faded as she saw the sheepish looks in our eyes. No. Girls, tell me you weren't inside. No. Why? Mom, we need to talk to you alone, I said again. She stared at me eye to eye, we're exactly the same height, and then at Leah, and finally at Monero. She serve un ultimo. We need a minute. What's to say? Yes, your papers are in order, but you clearly need my help here to secure the site. If your doctors feel free to run roughshod over— We're not running roughshod over the site, I bit back at him. We were just peeking in. He raised one dark brow. Climbing inside hardly constitutes peeking. Mom looked at us in horror. We need a minute, Mom, I said for the third time. We can explain. She was getting that there's no explanation for trespassing kind of wild fury look in her eyes, the sort that usually left her sputtering before she found her steam and really let us have it. Leah saw it, too. Mom, she said, can we go outside? No need, Monero said, chin in the air. I shall leave you three to discuss your business. I'll return in fifteen minutes to discuss our business. Thanks for the warning, I muttered. He paused but did not turn, then left the tent. Mom crossed her arms and took a seat on a folding stool. Start talking. Leah and I shared a look. My head and heart were swirling. It was better that Leah told her. 
I sat down on a stool by the desk, face in my hands, looking at my mother and sister, but thinking how lucky I was to be alive, and of Marcello Forelli, the most amazing man on the planet, of all time even, the guy I'd left in the past. I'm not talking about breaking up yesterday. I'm talking about the past, past, as in the 1300s past. Leo was telling Mom about it, whispering as fast and as clearly as she could, how we'd put our hands on the prince in the Etruscan tomb, prints that seemed to be our own, they matched so closely, and how it had taken us back in time to medieval Italy. Mom's eyes got bigger and bigger, her expression telling us that she thought we'd gone crazy. Did you hit your head? she asked, reaching for Leah's blonde hair, scanning her scalp for blood. No, Mom, Leah said, lurching away in irritation. Listen to me. I know it sounds crazy, but you have to believe us. Look at my gown, at Gabby's. Scientific fact, that's what she was bringing it around to. That was something Mom could get her head around.